L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We're the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome, everybody. Reminder that the Moist Line is coming back in just a couple of days. one 877 1-877-664-7886. And you can also leave a message on the iHeartRadio app using the microphone icon. Well... We're back to gas prices again on the John and Ken show. And of course, uh, they continue to go up here in the state of California to the point where there has never been a bigger gap between this state and all the other states in the nation. We were talking last hour that uh, we're about double the price of a gallon of gas in Florida, which was, of course, hit by that terrible hurricane. Yeah, gas prices in the state, 641 a gallon, higher in Los Angeles, 96 cent increase in two weeks. In Florida, it's $3.23 cheaper per gallon. You take a 20-gallon tank, it costs you, in California, 60 bucks more a tank than Florida. This has really gotten stupid now. Uh, let's get uh, Severin Bornstein on. He's an energy economist at UC Berkeley. He's been on with us before, and uh, he's going to explain all this, or we won't let him leave. Severin, welcome again to the show. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm all right. Okay. Now, now, well, I mean, you've studied gas prices for many years. Have you ever seen anything like this? No, this was a very unusual price spike, um, or has been. It's not over yet, but it does look like it's starting to come to an end. Uh, the wholesale market, the spot price for gasoline, has dropped a bit Monday and Tuesday, and then today it just plummeted. So it's down more than a dollar a gallon. That doesn't mean anything to people who are buying, who are at the pump today because the price is going to take a while to filter through. We probably will start to see the price fall in the next few days. My guess is it will be down 50 cents a gallon by the end of next week. Uh, that's still very expensive. But um, by the end of October, I think we will be back to our normal relationship to the rest of the country, which is with prices about $1.20 higher than the rest of the country, uh, the well, average of the rest well, of the country. What, what, what's going on? I have friends in New Jersey. 
sending me photos of the gas prices there. And it's 306 mm-hmm. at one pump, it's 320 at another pump. And they're seeing the headlines. You know, this is a national story in California. It's 6, 657. There's one station downtown. Somebody sent me a photo, 835 for regular downtown L.A. Now, this is getting stupid. This this looks like something criminal is going on. Most people I know think something criminal is going on, either in the government or the oil companies or both. You can't explain a 3 to $5 price differential. Oh, you can, actually. California uses a different bottle of gasoline than the rest of the state, the rest of the world, and the rest of the country. And we, and we have a limited number of refineries that make it. Uh, when, the, when there's suddenly a cut in supply, uh, the price shoots up because people will pay it. And so when you have limited supply, the price has to go up a lot in order to ration down the demand for it. Uh, now, that's the less criminal explanation. It's also possible that the refineries are actually taking the opportunity to reduce output even more and drive prices even higher. Why only in uh, California, would, though? Why wouldn't they try to California rip people uses, off in, in the other 49 states? Oh, they do. I mean, they, 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 we rely on competition to control prices in markets, in, in, a, in a market economy. And the problem is California has less competition because we use a different blend of gasoline than the rest of the country. So we are not integrated and we can't easily buy gasoline from the rest of the country. Now, the good news is that's the reason you can see the mountains in Los Angeles, because we have cleaned up the air by using a cleaner burning gasoline. The bad news is we haven't talked the rest of the country into using this cleaner gasoline, even very polluted places like Salt Lake City. And as a result, we're a gasoline island. So when we have a disruption, all right, well, then, but, but, but um, also, we get into a really tight market. We had 50 refineries some years back. We're down to 16. And the oil companies say that California's regulation drove most of those 36 other refineries out of business because they just can't. Oh, that's, they can't. that's nonsense. The reason oh, we have, so wait, we does have the government, in it, wait, let me ask California. you something, Severin. Hold on a second. Is the government at fault for any of this? Are any of their policies excessive? Or is everything that the Newsom administration does correct? And we deserve well, to be paying. It's not the six, Newsom seven. administration, first of all. We've been doing this since 1995. And secondly, Good. The, the, all right. the government I'll include is not all the correct. All the I'll include all the administrations Fine. since 1995. Fine. Brown, but, Schwarzenegger, Gray Davis, Pete Wilson. Good. All of them. Is there something in California government at all do you think is excessive? When it's now six fifty here, I wouldn't say it's excessive. I, I would say that we haven't done a good job of planning for the fact that we're using a cleaner burning gasoline. And I was on a committee in 1999, and I was chair of the committee, the Petroleum Market Advisory Committee, in 2014 to 2017. And both times we issued final reports that recommended policies. And both times. During a spike, people pay attention, and then as soon as the price goes back down again, the media and the press and the politicians and folks like you stop paying attention. Well, wait a second. And hold on. Hold happened. on. So folks, the, the, me- hold time, the media and the folks like me are not in charge of the government. Wait a second. You keep wanting to exonerate the government. You know what moves no, 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 the no, no, government. no. Gover- what moves the government the, is, is the, pressure from people. The government, yes, but the government ought to be doing the right thing for the people. Yes, they should I be. Don't know, yes, I, they should be. You know how hard it is for most of the people in this state to deal with $6 gas? You know we've got a quarter of the state in poverty. 
How does six dollar a, a, a gallon gas help? How does having electricity it's, rate sixty percent higher? That's oh, a huge problem. It's so why problem. why is the government got policies and taxes and regulations to make everything worse? Name one thing the government's done in the last twenty years that brought down the price of energy or the price of gas. One thing. Well, I, I'm not going to be able to name something that brought down the price. I will name something that get, got you cleaner air and less health problems by using cleaner burning gasoline. Is that all you got, and though? That, is there should be a balance in that, all of this? There should be a balance in all of this. So, and so I think wait a the second. government so it's, has failed in creating I mean, the I went, institutions that let us do this. I went to Florida for two weeks in the summer, and it's hot and humid there. Air was clean, though. Gas was uh, $3.20. I understand we have a different geography here, especially in the L.A. Basin. But this idea, yes, the idea that we have to pay six, seven, eight dollars to have okay, clean air is starting, at, it's starting not to be credible the anymore. Highest price spike, but if you instead look at the average over many years, California's prices are higher than the rest of the country, mostly due to higher taxes and right. uh and and well, environmental programs sure sure and, and, and several the, those taxes go towards good policy whoa, 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 good whoa. programs Let that me, help no no people. no no hold on we just had a story yesterday uh all the taxes uh, that are supposed to go for the roads there's an organization that said california has the is 50th when it comes to road conditions we're in last place for all those yeah yeah well What's the point of paying I, I don't those taxes? Know that report, in... But California, well, you California want me to send does it to you? raise money through gas taxes. Yes, yeah, I yes, would. Yes, California yes. does and, raise money through gas taxes. And we, we have, have the worst roads in the state. Program. Minnesota has better yeah. roads than we do, and they have eight well, months of winter. Severin, even you have talked yeah. about a mystery surcharge that you've never been able yeah. to nail down. You want to talk about that? Right. Yeah. No, I think we have a real competition problem in California's gasoline market, and I think the state should be looking into it and there is they? a why don't they well there is now a set well let me finish there is now an assembly select committee that has started to look into it but to be honest when the price of gasoline goes back down again i'm worried that they will move on to other things and won't keep at it but isn't the real situation here that the state would rather the oil refinery companies leave and they have been doing that over a period of years as john mentioned 50 refineries down to about 17. This is not a state that's good to do business in, which makes the supply smaller. Well, I think California has been losing refineries, just like the rest of the country has been losing refineries. The refineries that still are here are much larger than they used to be. So we have a much bigger refineries and not the, the little boutique refineries we had 50 or 100 years yeah, ago. Yeah, but obviously we don't have that's enough, enough refineries. Whatever they're big or well, small, it's not enough. Time, you said because we don't have... Most of the time have... prior to 2015, that wasn't true. Most of the time prior to 2015, we had... Our prices were higher than the rest of the country, but they were just higher by the amount of the higher taxes and fees, plus a bit of cost for this cleaner burning gasoline. We're talking 10 cents a gallon. In 2015, we had a major refinery outage in Torrance. And our prices shot up, and they never came all the way back down again. And right. that's what I call the mystery gasoline surcharge. That's a problem. But, Seven you know, years. We Seven years, nobody could figure it out. Absolutely. That's a problem. Um, we haven't really put the resources into f- figuring that out. That's the problem. I, I just don't understand why, they, I don't understand why the other 49 states don't have any of these problems. It doesn't seem uh, they don't have refinery maintenance. They don't have refineries they do have up. some of these states. Chicago occasionally gets severe price spikes. 
Um, they have a pipeline issue. Um, but, yeah, okay. California has more of these problems. Hawaii has, has, has yeah. historically had prices about right, as Except high. Hawaii's a dollar cheaper right now. Hawaii's 3,000 miles right in the ocean, they and they're a dollar cheaper. What we're asking about now, today is all that matters to me. Right now is what matters. Everybody listening, today is what matters. They're paying six fifty a gallon. It's three and a quarter bucks cheaper in Florida. It's a buck cheaper in Hawaii. It's cheaper everywhere. And so everyone's and saying... And there you have the problem. People who say things like, today is all that matters. Because when you take that approach, you never plan for it to actually solve these problems. And I'm not paid. I'm not fight. paid to regulate the oil industry here. The people in government, who you still haven't said a bad word about, they haven't done their job for 20 I years. I haven't said a bad word about it, and I completely agree. I think that the government hasn't stuck to this and really dug into it, even when prices go back down. Again. Because isn't that what they want? They don't want people driving gas-fueled cars. Isn't that really the goal here for the next Eventually, 20 years? the goal is to phase out gasoline cars because okay. they create greenhouse gas. Right, so why would they care about higher gas prices? It'll cause people to drive less. It, it, That's no, their because, theory. Because, they want, because the money is going to oil companies and not to the government. So I don't think anyone in the government I've talked to, and I've talked to people on both sides of the aisle, is happy about high gas prices. They yeah. want the, they want that money to if they, we are going to have high prices really? to come through tax. Well, revenue, we just had we just had a gas tax increase in July, so they weren't so unhappy that they would uh, stop it. stop that increase. They weren't so unhappy that they wouldn't suspend the gas tax for the rest of the year, which was proposed. So they're not that unhappy because they don't do anything to lower the price. And I got another problem with all this greenhouse gas hysteria. Explain to me, if we restrict oil production severely in California, it just means we're buying it from overseas. It's the same greenhouse gas that's going to go in the air if they pump it in Saudi Arabia or Venezuela or Russia. In fact, they, their, their oil production is dirtier than ours. So we're all right, self-righteous about how we have strict uh, oil drilling laws, but the same oil is going to be consumed by us. It's just the oil is going to come from somewhere else. What's the point of that? It's the same atmosphere. You're not you're not cooling right. the planet. We need to phase out. We need to phase out gas burning gasoline. But they're not, not going to. The production. rest of the world's not going to. Have you seen what goes on in China and and in uh, India? They're China building leads coal. us in electric vehicles. Oh, stop with the spin. They they're firing up so many right, coal fired plants. You know you know that China is opening up coal fired now, plants now you're constantly. Switching out of, you're, now you're switching out of vehicles. No, no, no. What I'm telling you is the other countries aren't going along with this greenhouse gas. The other countries are not going along with this greenhouse gas. What is your solution to climate change? We're not going to solve just it. Sit here you're, and let us roast. You're going to see that's not going to that's not going to happen. Just let everybody roast. Yes, because a hundred hey, years from a now, pretty, it, a hundred years from now, it's going to be a degree and a half warmer. That means everyone's going to roast. At one point six degrees years from now, it's going to be a lot more than that. It looks like. Yeah. Um, we're already at. You know that, huh? You know that the way that they couldn't predict a hurricane one hour in advance in Florida last week, but we know a hundred wow. years from now so what the temperature is going to be. Because the science is imperfect, we shouldn't do anything, and we should just no, knowingly no, no, you should heat up the earth no, and cause you, massive climate change. You have nobody buying into this saying? around the world. That's really not going to get you, us where we need to go, is then it? Then why aren't you convincing all the other countries around the world? Why is it just California? Why are we paying the six fifty a gallon? California. All the other states Germany are not paying, paying this. A lot. Europe pays a lot more than we do for gasoline. 
Germany has uh, is uh, yes. was way ahead of us. Germany on its hands and knees, bent over by the Russians. They're burning lignite now. They're burning the dirtiest form of coal to keep their 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 people warm this winter. Lignite they're burning. You yes, know that. Are. Yeah, you know they're opening up coal plants in India. They're opening up coal plants in China by the hundreds because they have to bring their uh, people into the middle class. They have to get them out of poverty, which is what burning fossil fuels did for the whole world. It brought billions of people out of poverty. It's the greatest invention imaginable. Or should we all go li- back and live in the thatch huts? And gather our own food. What we should do, what we should do, is figure out a way what? to maintain that standard what? of living without regret. Where's the electrical grid? We have, a, we, have a, we have a crappy problem. electrical grid. We don't have any charging stations in this state to speak of. Do you see that so, story in the LA Times? Well, how do you guy, feel about Texas's electrical grid? It stinks. And, and Texas is not exactly a politically progressive state, is no, it? No, because it's not politics. So it's, then this it's really about stupidity. Isn't a politically progressive problem, it's, is it? It's no, because it's stupidity. They had a stupid policy in Texas, a stupid well, policy in Germany, a stupid policy. But, but they are. They, they are. When you when you know problems. that oil and get and they won't build nuclear uh, plants. What's the point of that? That's stupid, so too. You, so your solution is to do nothing and no, just build roast the build build nuclear plants. All right, Produce seven, your own oil. That's what you do. Incredibly expensive, and you'd be yelling at me about. The no, I'd be happy to pay for nuclear energy. It's clean. It's clean. So, is, so are lots of other sources, but we have no electrical grid. Expensive. How come we're doing this without an electrical grid? How come we're doing this without charging stations? This is nuts. Nobody else is doing this in the country because it's nuts. It's the craziest set of policies imaginable. Uh, Newsom's running around scared of blackouts every five minutes for three weeks. Same thing as last year. Why are we scared about blackouts? There's no blackouts in the other states. You know this. Oh, really? This, this is an did insane. You, did you follow what happened in Texas in last year? Last year, not this year. Oh my gosh! So that that is really we, living who, in the moment. Who, who, isn't el- it? who else had when blackouts this month? Who else? A, a we had several years of this. What other states? What other states had a problem? I, I said they had a stupid every policy state in has Texas. Problems with blackouts. Yeah, but we're having it every year now for the past several years. Boy, you wouldn't admit even admit that, that we, we have we the have worst system. Red. That but is true. No well, wonder right. you were in charge. Seven, of Seven, we got to go. We thank you very much for uh, for coming on. Uh, Deborah uh, Mark live in twenty four hour KFI newsroom. All right. Well, you just heard our conversation with Severin Borenstein, an energy economist at UC Berkeley, and uh, the, the sparks flew. Oh, um, I'm, I'm you know I'm sick of these guys. All they, all they do is change the subject, change the subject, and uh, they got they got their uh, snarky little comebacks. It's like, stop it already. I mean, the gas is more than double here than it is in, in Florida. What's going on here? The, the one thing I wanted to comment on, I took a look at it during the break. He, of course, said that, well, you know, one of the reasons, because we have that unique blend of gas that we have to use during the spring and summer months, and then we switch back to the regular blend, that's going to bring the prices down. But, you know, he made it sound like, oh, you, you, for that, we have the clean air. But I looked this up. You know, before all this, you, you try to look this up, and you get caught in the, in the greenhouse gas thing, right? Mm-hmm. But that wasn't the concern back when all this started. It was in the 1950s, a California researcher determined that air pollutants from traffic was to blame for the smoggy skies over L.A., and I think that's what Severn was referring to. Yeah, right. But that didn't have anything to do with what they're, what they're trying to do now. I mean, the gas is much cleaner and has been. Uh, for years, and, and, and in fact, and, you know, they got rid of leaded gasoline in 1970. They passed the Major Clean Air Act and engines with a reduction burn in emissions. The engines burn cleaner now. Yeah, we, we've had clean air before. We worried about greenhouse gases. That's what I'm trying to say. 
Well, like, that, I think that's a separate conversation than right. just having clean air and we have less smog right. because of changes that were made before the hysteria over climate change gas. You but see what I'm saying? That's what they do. What they do they, is they change You and the I subject. said this years ago, they started to mix them up. Yes. Pollution now refers to greenhouse gases. Yes. Uh, for, for years, pollution was the thick black stuff that used to be in the air in downtown The smog. LA. The right. smog, the real smog. And right. then they decided to call pollution greenhouse gases, which is carbon dioxide. And that's after the air got clean from the smog. Right. But now they said, well, the new problem is, uh, even though it's not causing the air to be smoggy, it's causing the temperatures it, to rise. Well, it's a marketing ploy is what, in order to sell all the Oh, yeah, the word pollution the really sticks in people's heads. Yeah, right. well, this is pollution. Well, no, it's not pollution. Not in the traditional way we knew it, but it was a marketing ploy to justify the taxes and the regulation. Right. So they started in the 70s with all sorts of regulations to make the gas cleaner. And this is nationwide. But California kicked this off because people who've sure. lived here a long time know that downtown L.A. looked disgusting. And as you said, the and, geography here with the mountains, and the smog gets trapped. Cars used to get eight miles a gallon. I know I had a car that got eight miles a gallon. When, you, when you're getting 30 miles a gallon, obviously you're burning a lot less gasoline. So there's a lot less uh, exhaust going into the atmosphere. Because right. you're going three or four times as far as you used to. And I'm just saying, what they're doing now has nothing to do with the smog. It has to do with yes, what they believe right. is the warming of the planet. Right. That's what they're doing by trying to but wean us off of gas-powered what cars. What I was trying to get through to him, and he knows this. That's what pisses me off. It's one thing if it's a guy who doesn't know this. He knew exactly what I was talking about. It doesn't matter what we do in California. It is overwhelmed a hundred times over by what they're doing in India and China. So what is the point of making poor people pay $6 a gallon in California claiming it's to stop global warming when China and India are opening up more coal-fired plants than you can even count? Completely overwhelming whatever good work we're doing here. And he knows that. That's what pisses me off is these partisan people with their talking points and their snarky little comebacks. You know better. You know what we're doing here has no effect on the atmosphere. They so believe they doing? can win over those countries. But Do that's they? Just not, there's they not know happening. They, see, they know they can't. Oh, yeah, China gives us the finger. They know they and can't. And as you said, they're trying to lift a lot of people out of poverty, so they're going to go with coal right. for as long as they have to. Yeah. You know what? Everybody ought to be... I always point to that, quote, promise they made at one of the stupid summits where they said, oh, beginning in the year 2030, we'll start to bring down our use of fossil fuels. Be and, and that could be a lie, but it's still eight years away. The... Uh, you know what? Everybody ought to be sentenced to life in uh, 1857, uh, before the internal combustion engine, before we had uh, motorized vehicles, before we had factories. You go back and live that life and tell me how it was. Because that, it, it pulled us into the modern world, and uh, people, uh, people in, in countries without access to fossil fuels were in such poverty, were in such backward living conditions. The more fossil fuels they burn in India, the more people have a much better standard of living. The longer they live, the healthier they are, the better jobs they have, the better education they have. I'm so sick of this because all these people know that. that. All these people know that burning fossil fuels more than almost anything dramatically changed the fortunes of the human race on this planet. And it allowed us to live a much wealthier, healthier, comfortable lifestyle. All right, Johnny Kent Show, KFI AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Our guest after 4 o'clock is the other candidate for the governor of California. In fact, I just got the thick official voter information guide in the mail today for this November 8th election. 
We have our own voter guide that's been put up. It's been up there for a few days at KFIAM640.com. A lot of this voter guide deals with the seven ballot propositions because there's a lot of yeses and no arguments about them. But uh, we've given you our opinion on all seven, plus some other major races around the state and a few locally. So go to KFIAM640.com, the John and Ken Voter Guide. Our guest after the news at 4 o'clock is Brian Dolly. He's a state senator from up north, a farmer. That's his, he was from a farming family. And I think as one of the uh, El Segundo Times columnists called him, a really good guy, but he can't win. Well, anyway, we'll talk to him coming up after 4 o'clock. I think he's in Southern California on a campaign tour. Uh, speaking of a tour... Old Joe made his way to Florida to survey the damage from Hurricane Ian. Of course, one of the places he went to was the hard-hit Fort Myers. Fort Myers, some say, just basically has to be rebuilt. That's pretty much where the hurricane came to shore about a week ago, and they got hit bad. There's going to be a lot of rebuilding that's necessary there. Joe met up with the mayor of Fort Myers, Ray Murphy says it's unclear what the two were chatting about, but we have eight seconds of audio to tell you what the president apparently said during their conversation. No one f- yeah, goddamn right. <laughs> and, and I can't argue with your brothers outside the house. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So the audio there is Biden saying no one f's with the Biden mayor. Yeah, goddamn right. A Biden. He's an older guy. Biden then says, you can't argue with your brother outside the house. The mayor says, that's exactly right. No one F's with a Biden, huh? Yeah. And you can't argue with your brother outside the house? Uh, I I don't know what they they must be talking about, some personal thing that they... Well, well, it's like you don't have political fights with your own people in public. Like you always show a unified front. And if you I have see. internal problems, you keep them behind closed doors. I take it this is a Democrat mayor? I don't know. I don't know yeah. what they were talking about. No. It's not clear. So I don't but, know who's uh, I don't know who who wanted to F with a Biden that got him so uh Yeah, I, I kept thinking it had something to do with all of Hunter Biden's problems. Which by the way, it's almost certain from everything I'm reading in the polls, and you can take a look at the history. When a president, especially a new one, reaches the midterm elections and their approval rating is down around 40, which is where Biden's at, some lower in some polls, the the House flips completely. It's oh, happened for the last five presidencies or something. 100% it's going to happen. It, it's 100% certain. The, so, the, the, the media went through this rah-rah period during August to try to pump up some life. Oh, with that inflation and, bill? And, and the, yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> the, 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 media, the media is, again, nothing but public relations. They're shills, yeah. They're shills, public relations shills for the, for the Democratic Party. So they, I try to be nice in time and just say, oh, they're just wishful thinking. They wishful tried, thinking. They tried to pump some air in the deflated condom there. And, <laughs> but, but, because it's used and it's, uh, yeah. And, and here's, here's some of the tricks. Uh, I read this the other day, and this was a great point. I think Jer- Jim Garrity wrote about this in the uh, National, National Review. Review. He said, you know, you see all this commentary on the generic ballot, right? That uh, the public favors uh, Republicans by two points in a generic congressional ballot. In other words, uh, who would you rather elect, a Republican or a Democrat, right? And they use that as a general guide for which way the election's going to go. 
Uh, and then and then suddenly it's like, well, people were preferring Democrats by one or two points. He goes, no, 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 no. In in the competitive swing districts, that's where you look for party preference. Because the Democratic vote is overloaded, like in California and New York. And it doesn't really matter if candidates win their district by with 60% or 90% of the vote. It doesn't matter. They're still going to win. What matters is in all the closer competitive districts. And, right. and that is what you look at to see which way Congress is going to go. When you look at the competitive races, it's clearly going to go Republican easily. When you look at an overall ballot, the Democrats run up the score in their, in their enclaves. That's right. They so, sort of win the massive popular vote. But they could lose a lot of House seats. Right. and most Because of the, in some of the districts, you have a lot of people voting in their heavy Democrat city districts. Yeah. Like Alexandria. So they'll win by like 80-20 in some of those districts. Sure. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is going to win her district, you know, by, by 60 points. Doesn't mean anything if there's a race in Nebraska or a race in Pennsylvania, a race in Arizona. Where it's the it may- beauty of the Electoral College right. when it comes to the presidency as well. You can win the popular vote but lose the Electoral so, College. So if the, if the Republicans get, a, get the House, and they will, then you're going to see all kinds of investigations going on. And one of them is going to be into Hunter it's Biden. It's going to be Hunter Biden. Right. They've already made it clear that's what they're yeah. going to spend a lot of time doing. Fa- Fauci- I don't know if I have the stomach for that, but I understand there could be some points made. So Fauci's going to be bent over. Now, DeSantis and Biden met up today at a press briefing in Fort Myers. The one thing Biden said, sort of like a backhanded, the biggest thing the governor has done and so many others have done is they recognize there's a thing called global warming. The world is changing. You notice how old Biden is? He still calls it global warming. (laughs) The new progressives, it's just climate change or climate disturbance or... Or uh, BS. Right. Apparently DeSantis said in 2018, I'm not a global warming person. And in December of last year, added when people start talking about things like global warming, they typically use that as a pretext to do a bunch of left-wing things. Mm-hmm. Which is a pretty good point. I think that is exactly. Well, oh, that's what, what happened here in California. Yes, exactly. Because <laughs> again, nothing they do. They here. use it as a pretext to take control of everything and screw up your life. Yeah, yeah. Because you see, see if anybody ever asked a reporter, Gavin Newsom, how many degrees has California lowered the atmosphere, uh, the atmospheric temperature with all their policies for 15 years? How, how much cooler is it? And it's not. <laughs> Not even one millionth of a degree cooler. Uh, earlier, DeSantis uh, started yelling about uh, some of the looters in Florida. Lee County, which is where Fort Myers is, got hit particularly hard by the hurricane. And there was some looting. And some of the suspects arrested were, well, wouldn't you know it? They were illegal aliens. DeSantis said, you know, three of the four are illegal aliens who were arrested. And these people, they're foreigners. They're illegally in our country. And not only that, they tried to loot and ransack in the aftermath of a natural Disaster, And he called it preventable crime, which is something we always mention on the show. Uh, most of the progressive left-wing media said, well, we didn't want to demonize. It's just a few illegal yeah. aliens no, who commit I, these I wanna, crimes, but I, I they wouldn't de- happen. I want to demonize all the criminals. I don't care where they're from. <laughs> they all should be demonized, stigmatized. They should be ostracized. And they should be uh, locked up in prison. All right, more coming up. Johnny Ken Show, KFI AM 640, live everywhere in the iHeartRadio app. We'll be joined by State Senator Brian Dolly right after the news at 4 o'clock. He is your other candidate on the ballot for governor of California. Do you know who the other guy is, John, that he's running against? Yeah, the guy who's responsible for $6.50 gas. The guy who's running for president. 
Yeah. Or thinks he is. Yeah. Who's running billboards in Texas and Florida because that's relevant to our life. (laughs) Thank you, Governor. So we'll talk to Brian Dolly about his campaign. There is a debate between the two, just one, coming up later on this month, carried out by public radio. Mm. (laughs) Uh, Oh, this is one from the Snowflake Files. What a big baby. That activist that ran on the field Monday night protesting two men that apparently faced charges for stealing baby piglets from a factory farm. That's why he ran on the field with the pink flare. Mm-hmm. This is the Rams 49er game at Levi Stadium in Santa Clara. Uh, and he got leveled by Rams linebacker Bobby Wagner. Stepped in and laid him out with a big hit. Everybody remembers that? I could I watch that every day. That weenie went to the police. He went to the Santa Clara Police Department. And you know what? Be careful here. We could lose Bobby Wagner as a player because Santa Clara was the toughest during the lockdowns and COVID. They oh, yeah, react to everything. Uh, yes. Yeah, right. Because that's where the 49ers stadium is. Yes, exactly. And, in and Santa that, Clara remember, County, right. That's when they made uh, Al Michaels and uh, Chris Collinsworth wear masks to wear broadcast masks. the game. And Al Michaels was so embarrassed. I remember that. Oh, I couldn't believe if that. If you're wondering what we're doing here wearing masks, we've told we have to. <laughs> Like the Niners played a home game in Arizona because of it. Yes. Because of that, right. That's they right. their they got, operations. They got right. kicked out of the county. <laughs> crazy there. And my favorite story. Oh, okay. Always worth repeating. The Santa Clara Health Department went after a restaurant for playing music that had lyrics, that had guys singing. Because it would encourage people, people to, to sing and wh- spew. At, right, while they're eating. While they're eating. That was a no-no. No music with anybody singing in it. Just You can just play instrumentals. <laughs> so apparently this weenie is with a group called Direct Action Everywhere trying to raise awareness for this trial involving the alleged theft of pigs. They were piglets that were mm-hmm. taken from a factory farm. I think it's in Utah. That's why he did this. But now he's filed a police report for an assault by Wagner. Yeah. And, and so, let's see. The guy running around in a pink shirt, waving a pink uh, flare with pink smoke coming out of it. We're well, shocked. he was trespassing. You're not allowed was, on the field. We're, we're surprised he's acting like a wiener, <laughs> filing a police report because he got leveled by the football player. Yep. That's, what? A blatant assault, says direct action everywhere, by oh, two Rams players. Good. Good. Do they need to go fund me? To pay their legal bills? Because uh, I'd love to start one. Uh, apparently, uh, Bobby Wagner said, well, actions have consequences. <laughs> right. right. Hey, it's a security risk. He was doing the right thing. You don't know if these uh, people have weapons on them. Yeah. All right. Uh, he already had smoke coming out of his uh, stupid flare. If you saw the video, dangerous. there's a member of the security team that apparently also got involved in this and they thought he got injured, but apparently they're saying now he is the director of security for the 49ers and he's fine. Wagner thought he may have suffered an injury trying to wrestle with this guy. Was he the guy waddling after? uh... He was the guy running after him. And then all of a sudden you see him like basically as if he tripped over something imaginary, he just falls to the ground. People thought he tore his ACL because his knee popped or something. (laughs) No, they say he's fine. He's actually their director of security. Are those guys in shape? He knew this was a big one. He ran out there. The security guys? I would think the you team think? security guys are in shape because they got to handle all the players. Yeah. I mean, sometimes yeah. I see these uh, guys waddling around, and I, I wonder they're yeah. just there for show. It always amazes me. I guess it shouldn't. I mean, a guy got up on stage and tried to assault, uh, was it Chris Rock at the uh, – oh, no, it was that other comedian. Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle, right. So 
these people always find a way, but it's amazing to me how many times they get on the field. Because, because a lot of security just stand there. They're bored. They, you can't focus like that for four hours. Yeah. yeah I, I remember at Dodger games, between innings, a guy used to come down the aisle and turn and face the stands and just right. stare up to make sure nobody comes charging on the field. Right. And did, many of them did not look like they'd be able to stop a five-year-old. Well, if you looked at this weenie, yeah, the this pink guy. smoke bomb. <laughs> All right. When we come back, uh, we'll have a chance to talk to uh, the other candidate for governor of California. The man on your ballot running against Gavin Newsom may be unheard of to a lot of people. Is a state senator from up north, and he's actually comes from a farming family. His name is Brian Dolly. He'll be our guest next. KFI AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. And Deborah Mark live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.